Welcome to the Market Beautifully Podcast, a show where I offer marketing advice for lady entrepreneurs who crave to crack the code when it comes to getting noticed or expanding their brand online. I'm your host, Haley, and I can't wait to chat with you about what I have planned for today's episode. I feel like every time I bring a guest on the show, I tell you, I cannot wait for you to meet them because I always get so excited about introducing you to an awesome new person in this business arena. But today I'm bringing someone on that isn't super businessy or markety, but knows a good amount about live streaming and created a really awesome community around live video. And that person is my handsome husband, Creed, who I seriously cannot wait for you to meet. He talks about how he utilizes live streaming to bring in donations through his gaming channel on Twitch and how he has created a sense of community online for his people. We talked about creating a marketing strategy with Facebook Live a few weeks ago with Michelle. I'm not sure if you remember listening to that episode, but it was awesome. So definitely go listen to uh, how to Uh, create a marketing strategy with Facebook Live with Michelle Lewis because that was awesome. But this episode is about to take your Facebook Lives to the next level, which I'm really, really excited about. So get pumped because I'm really excited to see where you take all of this information and how you utilize it within your Facebook group, within your Facebook page, or wherever you're doing live streaming. This is going to be a game changer. Okay, meet my husband, Creed Burkhead. Say hey, babe. How's it going, everybody? He just started an online gaming community on the Twitch platform under the brand Jetter Gaming. So I'm bringing him on to talk about creating an engaged audience that follows your brand no matter what you do, where you go. They're totally engaged and they're following you. And I actually have three questions from listeners of the podcast. And one of them might be your questions or maybe you were thinking it, but you didn't ask me. I went on Instagram stories last night and asked some of you guys what your questions were. So I got some pretty great questions and I picked three. And so I'm gonna ask him before we start talking about creating an engaged audience. Before we start talking about the questions though, I do wanna mention that the day that we're recording this, it's actually our second wedding anniversary. So. Fun stuff. Exciting. We've been married for two years. Craziness. The first question is, how do we balance life? Like I'm working a job, I have my business, he's working a job and he's a coach. It's a crazy busy life. So Creed, how would you answer that? How do we balance our life? Like how do we actually find time to spend quality time together? (laughs) It's not a hard question. I know it's not. We find time to spend with each other because you know, we're, we're able, we communicate with each other. When we come home from work, we talk, we communicate, letting each other know, you know, what times we have available because that's really the time that we have to make sure that we we utilize and use it for each other so. mm-hmm. yeah we actually schedule things out like i know you guys know i'm a planner nazi like i'm obsessed with planning everything my asana is color-coded and my google calendar is time blocked and i actually block certain specific times out so like dinner is our main time um if we both are at work and we've come home, I spend we spend an hour eating supper. And if we're both just brain dead and we don't even want to talk, um, which is good to talk to your spouse, obviously, but sometimes you're just so brain dead, you don't even want to talk. We sit on the couch, we sit on our butts, and we watch Modern Family. And then if it's a really bad day, we get monkey bread from Walmart and watch Modern Family. Yep. So that's like the level of our days. Like if it's a bad day, it's a monkey bread day. 
But it's quality time. You're spending time like... I'm blocking out just one hour, two episodes of Modern Family with my husband, and then I know I have to work on my business, but at least I get that one hour specifically for him, and it's like all creed. And I would also say, I'm not sure if you'd agree, well, I'd hope you'd agree with this, but um, <laughs> I would say whenever you're spending time with your spouse, make sure you're spending time with only your spouse. Like, I used to struggle with this majorly is if I was with Creed I would be on my phone on Instagram replying to DMs or I would you know want to just be on email answering emails for collaborations or uh, responding to comments on my blog or on my podcast episodes I don't do that anymore because I have to make sure okay I'm spending time with my husband right now this is husband time not business time and it's hard it really is hard to balance all that but you have to force yourself to do that yeah I agree how do you balance your stream? Tell them about My your stream, schedule. I, I mean, what I do is I do it in usually in about month increments. So I'll, I'll plan out a month of my streams and then I'll send it to her in which there's actually been a time <laughs> where I send it to her and she's like, no, you said Monday, yeah. Wednesday, Friday. And I yeah. said, no, you said Tuesday, Thursday. And I, you said, no, that was just this week. So actually we had to, yep. I mean, at that point <laughs> we had to communicate. So um, that that's kind of how we do things with the stream is just I do month increments, which you know, my viewers understand because coaching, it's going to take up a lot of time. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like his life is in three seasons. It's football season, baseball season, and Twitch season. So now it's summertime as of time this recording, maybe not when you're listening to it, but at the time of this recording, it's summertime. So now it's Twitch season. So full on Twitch mode. And for all of you that don't know what Twitch is, we should, we should talk about that. What is Twitch, Creed? Twitch, Tell them what Twitch, Twitch is. Twitch.tv. Um, it's a, it's an online streaming service for people to, um, there's, there's many things that people stream. It was primarily used to Twitch, um, uh, actually, sorry, I keep using Twitch, but to stream, uh, video games and, and you, and you put yourself in inside the video game, you know, they can see what your reaction to the video game and, and there's things you can add on to your stream that, that help, you know, interacting with viewers a lot easier and which we'll probably get into a little bit more. Mm -hmm. later on but that that's the basis of it. there's a, there's actually a thing called IRL which is kind of strange to me I don't do it but it's called in real life they actually stream their life and you just watch mm. it's it's called IRL in real life it's 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 really interesting but it's it's a great streaming service it's it's um owned by Amazon Amazon bought it for I think 900 something million dollars which yeah. it's it's definitely worth it and they, a lot of people criticized them for it but uh, you know, they've already made over that much money with them. So. A lot of people criticize Facebook for buying Instagram, though, and now look where they're at. They've already made their, their ROI back within, I think, like a year or two, so it's crazy. Anyways, yeah, that's what Twitch is. Twitch is like is kind of like Facebook Live. Like, I know you guys get on Facebook Live. It's just like that, except people can actually watch your screenplay games, and then they have, like, a little square or corner of your video, and they have, you can see you in the corner while you're playing the game. So that's what Twitch is. It's like Facebook Live. It's just for gamers, basically. Um, it's a niched-down Facebook Live. <laughs> so it's really cool, and there are a lot of people that are very successful. And the purpose of Twitch, and a lot of people think you have to be a really great, gamer to be great on Twitch. But what Creed has found, and that's why I wanted to bring him on the podcast, is it's actually more about the community you create than anything, which applies to all of us as business owners, because as a business owner, you need to have an engaged community that you're constantly just 
bringing awesome content to so that they can thrive, right? Okay, I'm gonna go to the second question though so we can knock out these questions and, and talk more about how to create an engaged community. So second, um, someone from Instagram asked when you fell in love with me. When I fell in love with you. Yeah. Um. Not business related, but it was asked. So I'm asking. Okay, so let's move on to the second question so we can knock out these three questions that you guys want me to ask him. Second question is, when did you first fall in love with me? Okay, well, uh, when I first fall in love with her is, you know, uh, after we started dating, we actually, we'd been on a couple dates, and then we went on a date to Little Rock, and probably not the smartest time of year, it was during winter, um, yeah, we had a single cab Chevy 2006, no four wheel drive, and we took it all the way about 45 minutes, close to an hour away, and knew it was going to snow that night, and we went, and it started snowing, and we, we'd eaten, I think it was at Olive Garden, and we got back from Olive Garden going home, or we were actually headed to the movies, and when mm -hmm. we went to the movies, it started pouring down snow, pouring down snow. And we were like, maybe we should go back to school. <laughs> okay, so yeah. we did. And then we got on this hill where everyone was going up and then sliding back down, <laughs> up, sliding back down. All this traffic was going. And uh, I was kind of getting frustrated because I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm driving. This is frustrating. But We thought think, we were going to have to spend the night yeah. in the truck. <laughs> but I think the moment I knew I loved her is because it's not always like this, but she didn't get mad. She found the joy in the situation. I think that's new when I knew that I loved her. Because if I'm thinking about one specific time that always pops in my head about Haley, is it's that moment. Is it that specific story? Because, I mean, I was flooring it going 60 and moving <laughs> moving only about a like mile an hour up the hill. An hour, and I yeah. made it in that single cap Chevy. And I'm pretty sure yeah. everyone was staring at me going, oh, wow, props to that guy. <laughs> They're probably uh, clapping for we, us. We got yeah. home safe. We're here. Yeah. <laughs> So, but that, that's when I think I fell in love with her because I remember thinking she is actually, you know, you look for moments that they keep their cool through situations. And of course I was, I was dead terrified, but I remember us just laughing at the situation. So yeah, yeah. that, that was a good night. Okay. So question three is actually from someone whose husband doesn't support their business. And I know some of you may be in this boat as well. I know in my Facebook group, there's a few ladies who's trying to get their husband on board, but he just won't go on board. He does not believe in this online business. He doesn't believe that they can be successful and he wants them at their full-time job. So if this is the question, if my husband doesn't support my business, how do I get him on board? So what would you say to that, Creed? Um, for the guys that are, you know, saying that you can't do this, like, hey, you can't run your business. Like, right. No. Uh, but for, for the guys out there that are saying that, I mean, girls, we, you know, not we, I'm not a girl, but uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but He's part of the sisterhood now. <laughs> me and my wife follow a guy, which she's more in, involved with his stuff. But, I mean, I got a shirt on because he likes the same team as me. But Gary V. <laughs> He um, he had a. I was watching a video with it, and he said sometimes you have to have a harsh reality and talk with the people that don't want you to do something. You have to talk with them and, and yeah. say either you're on or you're not. And I'm not telling. Sometimes you just have to go in and say, you know, look at the people that are holding you back. Yeah. And say either you're on board or you're not. 
Okay, because this is something I want to do. I mean, an online business isn't going to kill your husband. It's not going to kill your relationship. I mean, now coaching and teaching, when I'm coaching and teaching, I'm gone like from the house where she doesn't see me. On online business, I can always open the door and see my wife if I want to. Right. Now, sometimes she's doing something and she's not very happy when I open the door. But, <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> um, just, you guys sit down and I'm probably sure right now you've explained it a hundred times to him, but she, at some point you've... Not to give an ultimatum, but I'm saying you're right. either on or you're not because I'm doing this. Because why do they get to do what they want to do, but you don't? That doesn't make sense to me. So that's what I would say is, is tell them I'm doing it. You're either on or you're not. Sorry. So have a really honest conversation with them. Tell them how you feel. Say, look, this is how I feel. And let them know you have a strategy. Now, first of all, if you don't have a strategy when you're starting a business, then maybe you may want to take a job while you create your strategy and get your presence online because just because you start a business does not mean you're going to be successful. Businesses are really, really hard to start, run, and grow, and scale. It's it's extremely tough, but I know you can do it. So have an honest conversation with your husband because if you start a business and you don't have someone supporting you, and I know there are great groups online like my Facebook group at marketbeautifully.com community, but if you don't have a group online that's like really really just wholeheartedly supporting you it it can be really tough and your business will fail quicker than anything because you will not have enough emotional power I guess to power through those really hard times because you're gonna have some Mm -hmm. really hard times as a business owner I know that I have come to creed crying because I just feel like you know it's either imposter syndrome or someone ripped me off like stole my money i hired someone actually and she stole my money recently so and that's tough like you you deal with those things as a business owner you just have to put on your big girl panties but sometimes it's just really hard um and you need someone to lean on in those times so you definitely want to get your husband on board if that's possible but like he said just have an honest conversation with them and say look i'm serious about this you need to buck up and get serious too Actually, what I would call is a come-to-Jesus meeting. Or that. Okay, we've answered the three questions. Now let's dive in to the factors that you need to be aware of to create an engaged community online. So first of all, we're going to talk about putting out content because that's number one. Like, to create an engaged community, you have to have original content that you create. So... Creed, what he does is he does live streaming. That is his original content. For us, it could be podcast, YouTube videos, blogs, any type of of content, really. You can do audio files, blog posts, articles, collaborations, just as long as you're doing original content. So what would you say, Creed, to that on making sure that your content is quality? Like, how do you make sure that your content is like the utmost quality as possible? Because you want to obviously put quality content out online that represents your brand well oh you got to take time to do it um i you've got to in a sense nurture your content i know it sounds weird but you've got to sometimes content isn't going to come out in a day you're not going to do something and it come out this day you know it takes time you know if i'm having a stream that that may be an event coming up it's going to take me time to build that overlay of what is going to be around me and stuff for that specific day that i'm streaming um but the type of content you put out needs to be quality, like she said. It's, it's got to be um, definitely planned out step by step, and you've got to uh, nurture it, build it up, and then release it. There's no, you know, you don't write a movie script in a day. 
and then film it and then get get millions of dollars. It doesn't work that way. So, so you're saying every type of content that you create, just take time. Just really sit down and make sure that it's of the utmost quality as yes, possible. I would say for sure, especially when you're especially when you're starting because if people are coming in when you're starting like i see a bunch of streamers for and this isn't a bad thing but in my opinion i see a bunch of streamers that start and they start with just a webcam it's i understand that that's all you've got right okay but if that's all you've got you've got to make it the best that you can i see a lot of streamers start with with horrible internet and it's not enjoyable to watch you're not going to get followers that way it's just not going to happen you've got to over time i would get everything you need over time Okay, which means you're not going to stream for a month, but you know you want to stream, so get maybe that PC, that webcam, and that mic. Then start. That way, what you are putting out is quality, and that, from your starting, that's your starting point. Yeah, exactly. I like that. Just start start where you're at, but wherever you're at, do it the best that you possibly can. Like when I first started doing videos, um, I did not have the Logitech webcam that I have now that um, makes me look a lot better because the other webcam, man, I look terrible in it. But I made it the best that I possibly could and I edited the lighting in the video because I was able to get free editing software. So just like he said, just make sure that whatever you're putting out is the best as possible of what it can be despite the tools that you have now. Let's talk about scheduling out the content. So you're creating awesome, freaking fantastic content that people are going to want to flock to, right? So now we're going to schedule it out. And what's the importance of a schedule? For, for scheduling on live stream, I use, I, like I said earlier in, in this podcast, I said I do it by month. So my viewers know when to show up. I start my podcast 10 minutes early. Say I start at 7.30, I'm starting at 7.20 with my stream will begin shortly page. I have at least five to six viewers right before I even start my podcast. Then it builds up from there. Your po- you mean your uh, no, live po- stream? Yeah, my, yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry. Yeah, he doesn't podcast. have a podcast yet. Yeah. He uh, might. Live stream. And um, I usually, you know, that's how I schedule it out. That way they know when to show up. It's always on my Twitch page and my Twitter page. And I even show it during my stream. I have it as a, a page that I can pull up and they can see my schedule. So they know that, oh, he starts at 12.20, so we can be there. Yeah. Right. So they know, okay, he's associated with Jutter Gaming. I know that every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, I can expect him to show up at 7 o'clock at night. And they know that. Yep. And then they can show up at that time. Now, he obviously, he streams more than that. But let's say that was his schedule. They know. It's on his profile. And... Um, because he has such an engaged audience, they know his schedule. And your audience may not know your schedule yet. Like, my podcast releases every single Monday. Not everyone that listens to this podcast knows that my podcast releases every single Monday. Now, my avid listeners do know that it releases every Monday, but not not everyone. And that's fine. Once you start really creating that engaged community, they will know your schedule. So, um, it's really important to have one for sure. So they know when to expect your content. Okay, let's talk about how you build relationships with other people in your industry. Because this is really important that I think a lot of people don't utilize in their business. So how have you built relationships with other streamers to help you build your stream and gain followers from that? Well, there's, there's you've got to spend time in other people's streams for them to want to spend time in yours. That's just basics. You know, I don't, I'm not... 
and it sounds harsh, but if, if somebody's not spending time on my stream, why would I want to help them out in there? You know, you know, I, why would if they're not coming to my stream, why would I want to go to theirs? For instance, right. well, there's, there's a guy named Adamisk. He's great. He comes to my stream. I come to his. He'll raid my stream. I'll raid his. It's just a good relationship. Of course, he's a lot bigger than I am, but the fact that he sees me out of all of the people in his chat and decides to, to raid my channel, which means send all his viewers when he gets offline to me, just that, that's neat. That's how you build relationships over Twitch. So, in the Happy Hour Arcade, they do the same thing. Uh, they have four streamers on their channel. One of them always comes and checks in. You know, he's kind of the check-in guy. But uh, Jigs Gotcha, he always comes in and, and, and talks and chats. So Nice. So how have you actually built relationships with them other than being on their stream? Talking in chat with, with, with their stream. When you're in their stream, you have to talk and chat, ask them how their day is. You know, Some people think, oh, it's just a chat. You need to be real basic. But no, if you're a good Twitch streamer, you'll ask them. Like, I've had multiple viewers say, I'm not, I don't feel, you know, I, one of them was in the hospital yesterday. He said he got put back in the hospital and he's watching me on a phone. It's that stuff that it's like, wow, okay. He's in the hospital watching my stream. Obviously, I bring him some form of entertainment that he wants to watch me over whatever he could see on a television. So, and that, then that's how um, you just you build a relationship with other streamers just the same way. You know, you go to their stream and, and get off that that just really basic level of knowing each other. You have to to really dwell in and say, hey, what do you do on your free time other than Twitch or, you know, ask. Ask the important questions. So get to know them on a deeper level yeah. than just, oh, hey, I know you. You're in my chat sometimes. Yep, that's exactly it. I like that. And, you know, as business owners, I know that we, and, you know, I used to be like this last year. I didn't collaborate with hardly any other business owners um, because I thought, I'm just going to keep my head down. I'm going to work. I'm going to create content. But, you know, that actually does hurt your business. And now I'm starting to get to know other really awesome business owners that I didn't know before and it does take time it does take time out of your day which is scary as a business owner because time time is money but by spending that time I promise you are using it wisely if you spend time to invest in other people give back even if giving back is just listening to them and caring about the fact that they might be in the hospital right now say hey what can I do for you you know, ask them mm -hmm. what they can do and then be willing to actually do something. If they do say, hey, well, you could do this, like be willing to actually help them. And like he, we talked about how we both follow Gary Vee. He's so inspiring. We both love to watch his videos. And he talks about giving, just being a good person and giving. I think that's a pretty basic strategy, but he says, use kindness as a weapon. I think that's really wise. And I think you build build relationships through kindness and use that as a weapon in your business uh, to be on the offense on your business. I agree. Talk to us about your moderators in your business. And whenever I say moderators, if you are in Facebook groups, you know what I mean by community managers. So uh, my community manager on staff is Brittany from Brittany and Stock. And she does a lot of the community management for Market Beautifully. And she's awesome. She makes sure that everyone's happy and loving each other and totally just answering all their questions unless I need to answer their questions. And then if there is a question that I need to answer, she lets me know. It is just 
fantastic. So a comparison to a community manager is a, you call it a mod or a moderator? Moderator. Moderator. Okay. Yeah. A moderator on Twitch. So tell us about how you use moderators to enhance your community online. Well, if moderators are, they're, they're people that moderate your chat whenever the chat's going somebody's using like foul language they'll they'll time them out for like you know say about 15 minutes they can't mm-hmm. come in the chat they can't say anything in the chat that way they're, they're not blowing up your chat with a bunch of just you know foul language now moderators you want to make sure that you don't have uh too many moderators because they call it a mod wall meaning when you first start if you make every person that comes in your stream a moderator then Everyone in there is talking and they're going to have the little mod symbol and everyone's going to go, oh my gosh, everybody's watching. Everybody that comes in is going to say, all these people are moderators. I feel like I'm being watched. It just makes newer viewers coming in a little insecure. So you want to have only about one when you first start out and then build it up. I only have two moderators. One for the weekends because he only really watches during the weekend. Then I have one during the weekdays. He's actually a person that watches pretty much just all seven days a week that watches around. But I have, yeah, so I have two Two essentially for the weekend and then one for the weekday. So you're using moderators to make sure that the type of content is, I guess, Jutter Gaming approved? Yes, you can. Um, moderators can actually, like I said, they'll, they'll moderate your chat for foul language, time people out. They can even ban people from, from your stream. And also, you can set it up to where before someone actually comes in to your, say, say, um, someone hasn't actually even been to my stream when they first enter the chat they can even accept my terms of i guess your terms and conditions you're actually saying yes i agree to these chat rules if i break them i will be banned so that's very similar to facebook groups where the community manager can delete posts i know in facebook groups there's a lot of trouble with spammy posts all those links and people trying to get traffic through other people's Facebook groups, and that's not good. No one likes a spammer. So that's basically what the community manager does on Facebook groups, very similar to a moderator on chat. Next, spending time with your audience, which we kind of already talked about, but that was more spending time with people that are collaborating with you. How do you connect with your audience on a deeper level than just, oh, hey, you watch me? When people enter in, I, I like for them to understand that I do everything with my overlay. Everything I put on screen is for them. It's not for me. If they follow, they'll say, thanks for shouting me out after I follow. No, it's not about you following me. It's about you being a part of the community. It's all you, you know. And then I let them know that. When, and I also implemented a thing called Jet Points, which Jet or Jet, it, it goes yeah. together. And, it, and you have a list of commands you can actually do into chat, and they do different things. You just do exclamation point something and, and or whatever that command would be, type it in and it will do something. So they can check how much jet they have, which every minute they spend or every two minutes they spend in my chat, they get one jet point. And they can, uh, with those points, they can do various things. And it just makes the uh, experience in my stream more interactive for the viewers instead of just having to watch someone it's like watching tv you're not doing anything right with with watching me you can do so much in chat while watching me and interacting with me and i make sure like if i if i'm wanting to build a bigger viewership for instance if i have somebody that's been in my stream and is already a regular in my stream not to say that i'm not going to interact with them anymore but say somebody well i've been talking to them all day right Mm -hmm. and then someone new comes in i gotta make sure I put them a top priority. Right. You know, I can miss the person's chat that I've been talking to because they know 
I'm going to usually catch it. But that person, I got to make sure that that first person that comes in here and says something, I've got to acknowledge them over everybody else because they're the most important. I've got to make them feel loved while they're in my Twitch chat. I like the inclusive environment. I think that's something to pull out of what he said is making sure that you have an inclusive environment surrounding your brand. So everyone's welcome if you obviously stay within the terms and guidelines, like no cursing like crazy or anything like that, that he doesn't allow that in his chat. So as long as you stay within those guidelines, it's such an inclusive community and he makes you feel like everyone is welcome no matter who you are, you are welcome in my chat, you're welcome in the stream, and you make them feel valued, which is so important. And with the jet points, there's a, such a psychology behind it. Like it goes just beyond providing entertainment. Now you're actually getting into the psychology behind of community, which means they're getting something out of it. It's almost not that it's addictive, but it could be addictive. There's a psychology behind having an habitual brand and this is, and I can't remember the book off the top of my head, and I wish I could. And if I remember, I will put in the show notes at marketbeautifully.com slash podcast. But there's a book that's talking about how to create a habit-forming product. I feel like Creed has created a habit-forming brand because he's giving them something to come back to besides just him. Now, they're coming back to getting jet points. They're coming back because those jet points, they can cash in for different prizes or they can gamble the jet points. They can do all these different things and so it becomes a habit-forming, which is what everyone wants their brand to be. They want their brand to be a habit-forming brand, not just another brand out there. So. That's something to consider is, okay, what what can your audience get when they come back to you? What are you giving them that makes that experience elevated and not like everyone else? That's something to consider, ponder, think about, because I know you're going to think of something really creative. And then whenever you do, go to my Facebook group and then tell me what it is, because I really want to hear... Uh, what you're creating, what you're doing. And if you're not a part of the Facebook group, you need to go to marketbeautifully.com slash community. And I want to see your booty on in the group and meet you and learn more about your business. Okay, let's move on to social media presence. And then we're going to get into the live video tech aspect, which is going to be super cool and it's going to blow your mind. And that's why I saved it for the very end because it blew my mind when I saw everything he was doing. I was like, it was crazy. And so you're going to think it's crazy, but before we get to that, I want to talk about social media presence and how he uses Twitter strategically to build his brand on more than just Twitch. Uh, but Twitter, uh, I use it as more of, you know, I, I don't really use it to branch out and meet new people. That's not my thing for Twitter. I use it for my viewers. So my viewers okay. know when I'm going to go live. So they say they don't have notifications on Twitch turned on. If I tweet, it'll pop up on their phone and they'll know, oh, he's live. Or if I've got, for instance, I got into a new game. It was a beta that released, Lawbreakers. And um, I got to play the beta for three days. And they actually were updated by that by twi twi uh, tw Twitter. Sorry, I can't speak. <laughs> uh, Twitter, they were updated by that because, you know, I had other things planned through the weekend, but I was like, no, this is important. I need to update them on Twitter saying, I'm going to be playing Lawbreakers all weekend, which was a, a huge success. I loved it. So that's how I use Twitter. I use it to keep my viewers up to date on information in terms of the the, the Twitch stream. But actually, Twitch has a, a done a thing called Pulse. It's it's similar. It's called Pulse. It's an updated thing. on. Uh, it's it's a, a status update you can do on, on your channel below and update it. And I, every time I end streaming, I update it. 
and do shout outs to people and things like that. So can you connect Twitter and Pulse together? Yes, you can. Nice. Cool. Automation. I love it. So if I so if I update Pulse, it immediately goes to my Twitter. So much less work on your end, which is awesome. Now let's move on to the tech side of live streaming because like I said, it's going to blow your mind. And I'm really excited because um, he's actually going to start setting, he's going to help me set up a live stream to where I can do something similar in my Facebook group. So I'm going to have weekly live videos, which maybe be on Tuesday. Don't hold me to that because by the time you're in my Facebook group, I may have changed the day. It depends on when my audience really wants me to get on there. But I'm thinking about Tuesdays right now. So I'm going to come up with something really cool and start using this OBS software strategically because there are so many things you can do with it and I had no idea. But before we get into the strategy, let's talk about what OBS is. So can uh, you explain that? Yeah, OBS is, there, there's a lot of things you can use to um, stream on Twitch. Okay, there's a lot of things you can use. And there's OBS, which stands for Open Broadcast Software. It's, it's the best one to me. They actually had a thing called OBS and then... Um, OBS Studio was released and it's just a much better but I use that it, it allows you to do overlays you connect uh, your twitch stream with a code that twitch sends you you put it into OBS that way every time I press start stream it goes immediately to twitch um, nice but it's just it's really just an editing software to get everything set up for when you're streaming right so, yeah um, it, there's a lot more that goes in depth with OBS like you can go, you can change audio, you can add filters to your mic, you can um, you can add, for instance, if I press a letter one, I can get a jump scare to pop out on screen. I, there's a lot you can do with OBS. It's just, it's really, really good, free, free, I, I mind you, free software. <laughs> free, everyone likes free. Uh, uh, there's so a lot that goes into OBS. OBS software is basically just a way to allow you to go live stream, and it does connect to Twitch, but... Lucky for you, it also connects to Facebook Live, which is a pretty hot topic right now, obviously. And if you haven't listened to episode 23, Michelle Lewis and I talk about how to use Facebook Live as a marketing strategy. So this is about how to use live streaming as to like create engaged community. But man, if you want to use it as a marketing strategy, we have some really great things over there. So episode 23, go check that out if you're really interested in live streaming. Uh, but also with OBS, it's not just for streaming. It's for you. There's a start streaming button and then right below it, there's a start recording. You can do recordings on it. Oh, you good don't to know. Ha you don't have to do just streaming because say okay. if I wanted to record my gameplay and not do it live, I could do YouTube videos through OBS. Nice. Okay. That's interesting. So right now we could be doing this video through OBS. But we're not. But just saying we could be. Yeah. I might. I maybe need to start doing something to have overlays on videos because it's really cool what you can do. And I will include some screenshots of how his Twitch channel looks like whenever he is live streaming in the show notes so you can see how he's actually used like overlay images and little icons that he has in specific places. He even has GIFs on his channel. So, you know, you can drag and drop images. Yeah, but like, don't be boring. You can drag and drop GIFs too, which is even cooler. Hello, I mean, you have moving things on the screen and a video. That's like a double whammy for a hot trend of marketing right now. That's cool. He has a Fright Night uh, that he does every Monday, right? 
Yeah, right now and it's gonna be every. It's gonna be more than more than just Mondays, but yeah. Well, for right now, it's it's yeah. Monday fright nights, yeah. and he has like little animated ghosts that come on the screen, and they're just the cutest little ghosts, and they just you know they're like little animated gifs. That's if you're watching the video of this right now, then you just saw me try to pretend to be a ghost. Okay. I look more like a dog. That was terrible. Yeah, I look like a bunny. Yeah, or a bunny. I don't know what I look like, but I did not look like a ghost. <laughs> Anyways. Um, so also, if you didn't know that I do videos for the podcast, if you're listening to this on iTunes, I know I have a lot of iTunes listeners, you can go to the show notes and I usually embed, uh, for guest speakers, I embed a YouTube video in the show notes at markybeautifully.com slash podcast and then find the episode number. Cool tip. So what are some other strategic things or creative things that you can do with the OBS software. Let's let's switch it over to let's say you're on Facebook Live. What are some ideas you have for that? For Facebook Live? Yeah. All right, so if you're using OBS and you're doing a Facebook Live, which is something I'm not really familiar with because I don't do Facebook Live. But for OBS in terms of what's been successful for me, mm-hmm. it's making it your own, which I'm going to expand on that. It's um Finding what you're good at, okay? I may not be the best Call of Duty player or the best, uh, I don't know, just have, have a specific niche when I do it, but I, I'm entertaining. That's what I'm good at doing is entertaining someone. So make whatever you're good at, okay? So for Fright Nights, for instance, I put Jetter Gaming Fright Nights, I had a ghost to it, I had all this stuff to make it almost like a haunted house on my screen, mm-hmm. and then I stream. So if you're talking about, um, let's let's take something, for instance, if you're talking about a boutique, okay, you're opening up a boutique and you're doing a Facebook Live, okay, just an online boutique, yeah. you can add maybe some of your, and this is a horrible idea, don't do this, but you can <laughs> add a shirt that you're planning on selling to your Facebook Live and point up to it, say, hey, I'm opening, and then press number one, and it pops up that shirt, I'm selling rompers for $45 a piece, right? Okay, Facebook Live. I don't know. That's things you can do. I don't, that's just, it, it's it's endless stuff. Okay, I actually you, had an idea whenever you said that. You know how on Amazon, they have, whenever they sell shirts, they actually have like that lady moving. I don't know if you know what I'm talking about, but you actually see her moving. You could do that, but on OBS, because you can embed like little GIFs or videos, right? On top of that. Mm -hmm. So you could point to someone that's actually showcasing the shirt while you're on, while you're live streaming. Yep. That'd be neat. For instance, if I'm live streaming, then, and I I always have different points when I'm live streaming, right? So I could have like a one flowing across the screen or a two or a three, um, and I could just press a one button and something would fly across the the screen while I'm talking. So that's something neat that you could do or just, just add some animations to your live streaming video and then you can create commands to make those little animations pop up when they need to. Yep. Neat ideas. There's so many creative things that you can do with the OBS software, and it just blows my mind when I'm seeing what other people are doing with it. I mean, you can just create a TV show, honestly, while live streaming on Facebook Live with the OBS software. And I know a lot of people are moving away from the OBS software on Facebook Live because Facebook Live is allowing people to or some people, they won't. They still won't allow me, which is making me a little mad. But Facebook Live won't let, or will let, a lot of people use desktop 
to do their Facebook Lives already. And a lot of people don't need all that animation and graphics on their Facebook Live. But if you want to take it to the next level, if you want to stand out, which is what we've been talking about today, you know, elevating your customer, your client, your audience's experience with you, then maybe you should consider getting to know the OBS software and figuring out how to do it and, you know, making your live streaming experience with your audience, which is how you're connecting with them, just taking it to that next level. Yeah, OBS, and this is additional, you know, when she says taking it to the next level, you've got a webcam. I mean, that webcam is not going to go perfectly, you know, the color correction is not going to be perfect on there. The, the, the sharpening is not going to be right. There's literally those tools on there for you to color correction, sharpen your image. If you want to use a green screen, which I use a green screen, so there's nothing behind me, you can do all that stuff with OBS. And, and even with a mic, you can add... Uh, a threshold for it to, to open the threshold so it picks up literally picks up no noise until you talk and then it closes whenever it doesn't hear a certain uh, forgot the DB decibels or whatever that noise is it, yeah it ever it closes when it doesn't hear all that you can add all those a noise gate noise suppression um, uh, what's the other thing there's there's gain on there as well if you don't have a Yeti mic immediately with gain on there there's so much stuff on OBS that you can utilize. Yeah, so let's say you're live streaming and you don't want it to pick up the keyboard clicks. Well, you can tell OBS to not pick up the keyboard clicks on your audio. So it has that specific um, feature on there for mm -hmm. you to use. So I feel like we've covered a lot whenever it comes to creating an engaged community online. The type of people that are actually following your brand and you're really wanting to connect with everything you put out, all the type of content. and you know, we specifically covered utilizing live streaming today a lot. It was very heavy on live streaming, but you can take these principles and use it whenever it comes to podcasting, creating blog posts, creating videos, all of that. So you can get really creative whenever it comes to that. I can't wait to see what you do and uh, create, tell them where they can find your Twitch channel if they want to check it out. Uh, you go to twitch.tv slash, or is that forward slash? What do we Just just slash Jetter, J-E-T-T-E-R underscore gaming and G-A-M-I-N-G. Cool. Okay. And you can follow him on Twitter. At Jetter, J-E-T-T-E-R G-1. Perfect. Okay. So go hang out with my husband on Twitter. Or if your husband has a Twitch channel, <laughs> or if you have a Twitch channel, I know... Brittany, the community manager I was talking about, she has a Twitch channel. So you can uh, go have them follow him if, if you want to go check out how he's utilizing live streaming to pick up some tips. I'd love to have y'all in the channel. It'd be a blast. We have a good time. 